Here we go! In case of emergency, the exits are here, 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 anywhere! Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister, Christian Allgaier, with me today and we are talking all things Disney, uh, movies, TV shows, video games, parks, um, everything Disney. So uh, today we are starting with our, uh, this is an episode where we're going to spend some time, uh, you know, since it's Thanksgiving week here, uh, this first Part of the episode is us going over what we are thankful for in the Disney parks. Um, did you want to go first, or did you want me to go first? Um, you can go first. Okay, did you even have time to think about this one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. I actually knew away what it was going to be, but... Okay, so, what I am most thankful for in the parks is probably the atmosphere. You know? Um... It just has that different feeling when you're in the parks compared to other theme parks you go to. Um, it's the music, it's the smells, it's the sights um, that really make you feel like you're you're somewhere else. Um, and how they are able to do that consistently at each of their parks is uh, pretty wonderful. You know, like Universal doesn't have that feel for me. Not until you get to Harry Potter's part where... They really stepped up their game, um, you know, in that whole, uh, their their parks. But in, in Disney parks, for me, it's always that, um, you know, like I said, that sound. They pump in some of the smells on Main Street. Uh, it just, uh, that's probably my favorite part of it. That's what I'm most thankful for. Okay, so mine is that I kind of have two, honestly. <laughs> So one thing is I'm thankful for those little baby centers that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really need them anymore. I remember really using those when the kids were really young. Um, whether we needed, I think it was like we needed a Band-Aid or Advil, something like that for Lucas the one time. And it was just so convenient that they had an area that you could go to and kind of, like, step away and not be in, like, the bathrooms, mm-hmm. and also that you could kind of nurse in there, it was, you know, a nice little area. And I mean, they have everything that you could buy if you forgot anything. They have baby food, they have diapers, you know, all of that. So <clears throat> it was one of those things that I didn't really realize they had in the parks until I had the kids, but then, you know, realized how nice it was. And then the other thing that I would say I'm thankful for is just, like, that it's a place that you can go and make memories with your family and they have so many different opportunities you know to Mm -hmm. make so many different memories it doesn't matter how many times that you're there you're going to have a different experience every single time so all right so let's see here we're going to go on to the news segment here extra extra read all about it
Okay, so in the news today here, uh, one thing that I wanted to recap was yesterday was Mickey's 89th birthday. Yesterday from the day we're recording, so Saturday the 18th, was Mickey's 89th birthday. So they had been celebrating that all week. I think we talked about it last week um, and some of the stuff that they had planned for it, uh, or maybe two weeks ago where they unveiled the plans for it. So yeah, that happened yesterday. I saw a lot of people, you know, posting stuff on there. They had a big celebration. So um, happy 89th birthday to Mickey Mouse. And we'll go on to our first news of the week, I guess, actually. Um, Star Tours is going to have two paths now, a a sequel trilogy path and the classic uh, one through six path. Path. And that will, I don't think it started yet. Um, now they did start the new, uh, the new scene for the new, um, uh, they did, they did start the new scene from Crate for The Last Jedi. The way that it will, uh, they said it's unknown to begin, uh, it could be 6 to 12 months after the debut of The Last of the Jedi scene that we got this month. Um, one thing, People are saying is that it could alleviate confusion due to the mix match of all the uh, characters, ships. You know, sometimes you're you start out on Jakku with Finn, and then you end up in uh, you know on Naboo with Jar Jar, and it you know doesn't line up well. I mean, I always enjoyed it. Uh, I like the mix match of it just because it was always you know a, a difference of what you would what you would see now i guess if they do add a lot more for the sequel trilogy scenes in there then it'll you know yeah make more sense on it um we have more star tours news as well here so the way that it the it's ending currently once you're done the planet crate and you go to the last scene you know where you usually land uh on a planet or you know and they're like oh thank you for joining Star Tours. Uh, so that's changed now to where they are uh, landing on Batu. Uh, I guess that's how you would say it. B A T U U. After the Battle of Crate, you land on Batu, and that's going to be the planet that is going to have that takes. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. That's going to be the planet that Star Wars Galaxy's Edge takes place. So I don't know if you saw this, some leaked footage came out of it where they're landing and it looks like, you know, all the stuff you see in the promotional videos for Galaxy's Edge. Um, And they land on there and it's supposed to be that you get off of there and then you're on that planet, which is how I thought they would use Star Tours anyway. I thought that'd be a cool way to, um, to do it. So that way you're kind of like getting on the ship and then you land on that planet and get off of the ship. Um... To kind of have a, like a good story. Uh, that way you're not getting off of the ride on Tatooine. And then you walk out and you're like, oh, <laughs> now I'm on this other planet. And that means that's actually the first time we get the planet name that they'd been working on. It's a brand new planet just for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, so that way they're not tied down to any specific uh, era or, um, you know, they're not tied down to anything uh, specific that they have to hit. You know, people don't go in having expectations of what Batu is supposed to be like because they've never been, never been there. Um, unlike when you watch, you know, uh, episode four and you see Tatooine and you see it again in episode six and episode one and episode two, you know, and then you have this preconceived notion of what Tatooine's supposed to be and then you go there and it's not like that. Now you get to just go to a whole new planet, you know, that doesn't actually take place in the movies. So, what are your thoughts on some of these uh, changes? Um, I mean, I 
I was kind of sad to read it at first. I mean, I kind of, I kind of liked that it was a different thing and a little bit of a mashup. You know, I kind of mm-hmm. thought that it was bringing it all kind of together, I guess. You got a little bit of everything, but um, I guess, you know, it won't matter that much as long as the ride's still good and it gives you a good little storyline. It should be fine. Mm-hmm. And you'll actually probably be able to ride this uh, updated one, I guess. Are you going up there? When tonight? did it say? It, they already started the new, uh, the new scene. So what what they did last time on uh, Force Awakens, they did the jacuzzi scene every time, no matter what, for the first few months. Um, so this crate scene and you landing on Batu, which is going to be in Galaxy's Edge, that's happening every time somebody rides. Oh. So that's so the yeah. last scene every time. Yeah, we'll, we're going up in like three weeks. So. Yeah, so you'll have to ride it and give your thoughts on the new scene. Uh, I guess I'll be able to ride it in Paris if they have it updated by then. So. Yeah. Because I think it's updating later over there. So. Okay, so we got a new Magical Express pickup time as well. That's, oh, before we leave Star Tours, though, just want to say uh, Mark Hamill surprised guests in Disneyland, California. I don't know if you saw this. Um, uh-uh. Star Wars uh, and Disney, you know, Twitter kept uh, sharing it and uh, their Facebook pages. So what it is is everybody's in the cabin, you know, getting ready to take off. The guy's doing their pre-check stuff, and then he says, you know, one seat's reserved for the captain, and they're bringing the captain on, and Mark Hamill walks in. And everybody flips out, and then he rode Star Tours with them. So, just a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool thing there to promote the movie and the changes to the ride. There, and now we can go to the Magical Express. So this is just for the busy holiday season. It looks like here, and it just went into effect on the seventeenth. But instead of three hours prior to your scheduled flight time. Magical Express is going to pick up at four hours ahead of time due to the increase in the TSA security at Orlando International that we covered uh, a few weeks ago. Yes. So, yes, uh, they said that they might re-evaluate the policy in early 2018 after the busy holiday season is over. One bit of news here. We also got um, Beauty and the Beast on the Disney Dream. Uh, Just had curtain go up on there, so they... Just moved, you know, they just had the musical added to the Disney Dream for Beauty and the Beast. So they have scenes from it too on the website. If you go to disneyparks.disney.go.com, lots of dots there, uh, you can find it on there. Um, it has, this was announced on Friday. This is when they started the, the new theatrical production. So uh, you can actually watch the, the updated one here. It kind of looks like the Lumiere that they're using in this. Is looks a lot more like the Ewan McGregor version from the live action than the cartoon version. Oh. He's like a hand puppet. But, um, yeah, so you can check out a video of that on there. Also, staying on the Disney Cruise, they just had, uh, they, they, they had a first look on DisneyParks.com as well of Marvel Day at Sea on the Disney Magic. Uh, so they have... Uh, Marvel Heroes Unite, which will be a Marvel superhero and villains face-off an incredible battle at sea, which is a nighttime show 
with on the upper deck uh, with special effects, stunts, and pyrotechnics and music. Uh, the epic finale culminates in the largest collection of Marvel superheroes and supervillains ever assembled on a cruise ship. Uh, they have a new interactive show, uh, Doctor Strange Journey into the Mystic Art Arts. Uh, and they have a Black Panther debut where you can actually meet Black Panther. Uh, they also have Spider-Man available for meet and greets as long... Uh, also with uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow. And here's something cool too. They got Mickey and Friends Superhero Celebration. Uh, they have all the characters dressed up as superheroes. Um, so they have Mickey wearing a Captain America shirt with a Captain America hat. Uh, Minnie's wearing a pink spider, uh, Spider-Man. It could be, uh, she looks more like Spider-Gwen, if you know who that is. She's, Gwen Stacy is Spider-Man. They've done that before in comics. Um, they have, uh, Chip dressed up as Thor, Dale dressed up as Loki. That's cool. Uh, Pluto, I can't really see. It's just got, like, he's got blue on. I can't really see what that is. Um... Goofy is wearing an Iron Man t-shirt with shades. Uh, Donald is wearing green shirt with bra- with a, a purple hat. I can't really see what it is, though. It's not a big enough picture. And I can't really tell what Daisy is either. It looks like a mar- Maybe she's Black Widow. It's like maroon. Maroon with a leather jacket, so maybe that's what it is. But I can't really tell what Donald is. Uh, maybe they have it listed here. Nope. But yeah, so Marvel Day at Sea is a select seven, eight-night Disney cruise line sailing from New York this fall and returns on a select five-night Western Caribbean cruise from Miami in early 2018. Okay, so still on the Disney cruise thing, I have other stuff for that. Okay. Oh, and also that show that I talked about at the beginning, the Marvel Hero Unite, uh, one of the pictures that it looks like they have Iron Man, Black Panther, Spider-Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Cap, Gamora, Star-Lord, Groot, like a full-size Groot, Loki, and Thor, and Doctor Strange. Okay. Okay. So this one is all for the Disney magic, and they're adding some new things and experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, And they are all set to debut March 9th, 2018, on sailings from Miami. So they are... Adding a Tangled-themed family restaurant, yes. a new space for teens, and a cafe for adults. So, it's supposed to be Rapunzel's Royal royal Table. Um, so, of course, it's a restaurant themed to Tangled. Um, it's going to feature characters and live entertainment. And it says it transports the guests to the kingdom of Corona for a night of interactive fun with Rapunzel and the mischievous Snuggly Duckling Thugs. So you'll find yourself in the royal ball or the regal ballroom in the royal castle with glowing lanterns and it's decorated with Rapunzel's colorful drawings. So you're invited to take part in a festive celebration of her birthday and the anniversary of her return to the kingdom. They will have live entertainment including singing and dancing, abandoned musicians, and the snuggly duckling thugs, and of course Rapunzel herself. It says, an evening at Rapunzel's burial table is the perfect companion to Tangled, the musical, which is also at on Disney Magic. Okay. Um, so that sounds fun. And then they're creating um, 
Vibe, which is for teens ages 14 to 17. It's being transformed into a trendy urban loft environment, and they can enjoy a new coffee and smoothie bar, play video and virtual reality games, and take part in uh, DJ spinoff or a movie-making activity. And then they are doing Cove Cafe, which will be redesigned, it says, to a tropical style with specialty coffee, wine, cocktails, light bites, and light bites during evening hours. And then for Club Disney Junior and Disney's Oceaneer Club, for children, a redesigned rainforest room with steam and hydrotherapy and sense of spa for adults. So, again, that all is supposed to be done by March 9th for sailings from Miami. Okay. So, the Tangled thing sounds really cool. Yeah. And uh, that was, I think, the last of the park news. I do have, you know those glow-with-the-shows uh, ears that they have? Yes. They just came out with the third version of those, so it's glow-with-the-shows 3.0. So, those just released... I think this weekend. So, I mean, I wish I could take a cruise for all of that stuff, though, and not get sick on it, too. I mean, um, <laughs> the Marvel stuff sounds awesome. The Tangled stuff, they're both on the magic. The, the Marvel, they're probably not doing the Tangled stuff at the same time, though. No. Um, but, yeah, so. Okay, and did you want to talk about that sprinkle thing? Sure. Go ahead. Okay, so um, if you sign up on, well, there's the cupcake place at Disney Springs called Sprinkles. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know, they have a cupcake ATM, which I have not ever used yet, but everybody raves about it and thinks it's, like, the coolest thing ever. ATM? Yeah, like, you actually go and it, like, that's what it's called. It's like a machine that brings out your cupcake. Like a vending machine. Yeah, kind of. But for some reason, it's called an ATM. I don't know. Um, so anyway, but I will be getting to try that in three weeks when I go, because when you sign up for their, um, when you give them your birthday, and I guess sign up for their emails, they send you a free cupcake for your birthday. So since I will be there right around my birthday, I'll get to use it. And then I'll let you know how it is, because I've never had one from there before. Okay. All right, we'll go on to the movie news now. Incredibles 2, the trailer... (laughs) Teaser trailer just dropped for that. I think it was on Saturday. Um, I just watched it today. It's not much there. It's a teaser. Uh, but it shows Jack-Jack yeah. using his powers. Um, and it makes me excited for it because, let me tell you, I've been telling that I've been saying it forever. We needed a sequel to Incredibles. More than yeah, we needed a sequel to, that. like, Nemo and stuff. I mean, that was, uh, yeah. you know. It's like no-brainer wanted it. And they not done it. I mean... It's been how long since the first one? It's been forever. I can't even remember what they said. But I think it was 2005 for the first one, maybe earlier. I'm left again. 2004. Ooh, so it's okay. been... I was close. It'll be 14 years. Yeah, yeah, 14 years later. And that was one that as soon as I walked out of the movies, I was like, they're surely making a sequel because they set it up with The Undertaker coming out of it. They did, out yeah. of there. And then they just never did anything with it. And then we get Finding Dory, which was good, but not needed. We're getting, you know... Originally, too, Toy Story 4 was supposed to come out next year instead of... In, they, they were supposed to be flipped. Instead of 2019. But then they yeah. had to push back Toy Story. So we would have had, we would have had like, two Toy Story sequels in the time of 
The Incredibles getting one. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, crazy. <laughs> also with that news, um, they added two members to the cast, or they just announced. Uh, so they're bringing on Bob Odenkirk, who was in Breaking Bad. He's in. Uh, he's been in tons of comedy shows. He's in uh, Better Call Saul. And oh, okay. um, yeah, the main guy in that. And uh, yeah. Catherine uh, Keener is also joining uh, the cast. So, adding two more people. Uh, she was... Hold on. This site does not load right. Okay. Uh, she was in The Get Out, which was that uh, new movie that uh, came out this year. Um... And, uh, yeah, it's actually the Underminer, not the Undertaker. I don't know. Uh, okay, don't know why I said that. And <laughs> also big news, Coco, which has been released in Mexico since the 27th of October, has taken in 824 million pesos, which is $43.1 million through its first 19 days. And will pass uh, how much Avengers made during its entire run in Mexico. And will break the box office record as the top film in Mexico history. So. Hmm. Well, I do say it's crazy, but I guess it's not because it's really a movie about their heritage. So. Yeah, and it's currently right. rated at 96% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Hmm. I just saw the trailer for it today. Like the, I, I've been kind of staying away from trailers. Hold on, let me figure out how to turn this off. There we go. We were getting a little bit of the trailer there. Um, so, yeah, I saw the trailer while I was at. I uh, went to see Justice League today, so got treated to a Coco trailer and a Star Wars trailer. So, got to see both of those. And that wraps well, up for the news, unless you have anything. And what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, the only part that I don't understand is why they didn't release it like they did over there. Like, it's, I don't know, it just seemed like it should have came out around Halloween. Well, because they didn't want people to get confused that it's a Halloween movie, because it's, it's not. Uh, it's based on the Day of the Dead down down in Mexico, which is different than Halloween. Well, yeah, but the Day of the Dead is around that time. Yeah, I know, but they didn't want people to confuse it to being a Halloween movie because it's more about family, so they're putting it at Thanksgiving. Also, they make a lot more money around Thanksgiving for us here. So, um, like, that's usually a big box office period. So, uh, and... I think that's when Moana came out as well, so they're going to be raking in the money. Okay, so we got um, May... Uh, well, I don't know what I'm saying there. Rumors! We're going to the rumors. We actually have rumors this week. Here we go. Rumor going around. Uh, this was posted on Walt Disney World News Today and some other sites. Um, they're saying that internal documents are suggesting that Mickey Mouse Runaway Rail will open in April or May of 2019. <laughs> so... Um, so we'll see on if that's, that's true as it gets closer there. Uh, 
that might be when they're shooting for, but you never know if that's actually what. I mean, we just got the date for Toy Story Land not that long ago, and we don't actually yeah. have the exact date. I don't think either. So, and speaking of that, they just added the a huge Rex and Jesse into the tracks. Did you see that for Slinky? Yeah, no, I didn't see that. I think it was a maybe we may have missed it last week, but um, I know I saw it again this week that they added like some huge statues of Rex and Jesse and putting them near the Slinky track, I believe. So, so that just happened uh, April or May 2019 for Runaway Rail. That would be cool. That'd be pretty quick turnaround, really. Um, and then later that year, we would get Star Wars. Uh, so, sounds good to me. We are going to move on to our character of the week. Any guesses? Who it is? Yeah. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a clue. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. At least around Halloween. I don't know who you would do. I don't know if there's a special Thanksgiving person. Yeah, it's the the turkey that was in a short of Mickey Mouse. I'm just kidding. It is <laughs> Lucius Best, also known as Frozone. From the Incredibles. Oh. So I figured since we had Incredibles Talk news, we would have uh, him be the character of the week because Frozone's my favorite character in that movie. So. Yeah. He is pretty good. So his first... Where is my super suit? <laughs> exactly. I've been saying it all day when I landed on who it was going to be. The okay. uh, first... His first appearance was the, the Incredibles. His next appearance is Incredibles 2. Um, I was going to say, does he have something? <laughs> he does, actually. He has uh, Mis- Mr. Incredible and Pals, which um, was a animated short added on a DVD bonus of 2004 Incredibles. So since then, he's really not been anything. He's voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Um, yeah. So let's get to the trivia. He's also in the Disney parks. He's in... Uh, uh, the Block Party Bash. Pixar Play Parade he used to be in. Uh, and he's also on one of the cards of the Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom. He previously had a meet and greet inside the Magic of Disney Animation at Hollywood Studios. I went and saw him there just about two years ago. And it's already... It's, it's gone once they knocked down the building, pretty much. So... Okay, according to official sources, Frozone is 40 years old. And six two, and weighs uh, one hundred eighty pounds. So, uh, originally Frozone was going to be recruited to recruited to stop the Omnidroid version nine, but Syndrome and Mirage decided that Mister Incredible would be a better choice, as evidenced by the conversation they had when Mirage was tailing them. And that's all the trivia we have on Lucius. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's, uh, you know, kind of influenced by Iceman, uh, which is an X-Men character, uh, you know, uh-huh. u- uses the, uh, ice. Uh, they have a few quotes here. Where is my super suit? And then, you tell me where my suit is, woman. We are talking about the greater good. So both of his quotes on this site are of the suit variety. But yeah, he's definitely the best character in that movie, I think. So I'll have to watch it again. As we get closer to Incredibles 1, uh, 2, because it's been a while since I've seen Incredibles 1. 
but I do own it. Okay, so I guess we'll go over to the trivia section. You have three questions, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and I have three questions. Um, okay. So, I got some... Uh, we'll just do it... Uh, I'll start... I'll ask first, I guess, and you can ask second, or is that fine? Or... Okay. So, what were... Mi- okay, so hold on. Let me introduce the segment properly now. We're going into our trivia. We each have three questions. Mine are actually all Mickey Mouse related due to it being Mickey's birthday yesterday. Um, and uh, I've won the last two okay. rounds we've done of this. So, step up your game. What? I was like, you have to keep bringing that up, don't you? Yeah. I was like, but who's keeping score? Me. Um, Jordan is. Okay. Your first question. What were Mickey's first words? Yes. Actually, plural, though. But yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, actually, hot dog, hot diggy dog, but I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> How do you know? You look it up? Uh, I just, no, <laughs> I was trying to think of something that he says often or something. Well, you know why I mean, it was hot dogs, actually? It's because he was selling hot dogs in uh, the first short he, uh, the, the first sound short he was in. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a, he's at, at like a like a fair and there's like a concert going on and he's also he's has the hot dog cart and he's a like, hot dogs you know huh yeah well I was gonna say like hiya or, or something but I figured that would be too like you know yeah figured harder than that okay are you ready for yours yes I am in Beauty and the Beast how many eggs does Gaston eat for breakfast Three dozen? You got it wrong. Is it four dozen? Five. Five, Five dozen. Oh, man. Uh-oh, she might step up again. I'm giving you easy questions, though. So. All right. Uh, <laughs> what was the first Mickey Mouse short created? Wait a minute. What was the question? When? What was the first Mickey Mouse short created? I wouldn't do Steve win because he would just minus 89 years. <laughs> yeah, sure. What was your question? Oh, your answer? Was it Steamboat Willie? No, it was not. Oh. While it is the first one aired, uh, the first one premiered, uh, the first one actually created was Plain Crazy. That was the first one animated. Uh, but that one wasn't uh, didn't have the synchronized sound. Uh, Steamboat Willie they made work with that, and that's why they launched that one first. But so one to one. I mean one nothing. What one nothing still? All right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What does Liberty Square not have that every other land does? A bathroom. Darn. Uh, 
I worked there. <laughs> All right, but do you know why? Yes, because back in uh, the 1700s, 1700s, there were yeah, there yeah, were no bathrooms. Yeah, whatever. One one, let's go. And you know the brown, <laughs> the brown in the street is the is the poop. Did you know that? Oh really? Yeah. If you see like no, I didn't know that. brown tracks, it's like a a brown wavy like um. It's different from the con- other concrete. It's like a brown wavy line. It's from uh, the poop because what people would do is they would throw it out the windows, right? Ew. So it would run off, and it's like a runoff of that. Oh. Uh. Yeah. All right, and what was Mickey's original name? What did Walt want to originally name Mickey Mouse before his wife convinced him to name it, uh, him Mickey? Oh, hold on. I know this one. Mortimer Mouse? Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. So two to one. I got to get this one right to save some, save myself. All right. Before Mickey, Mm -hmm. what character was suggested to be the sorcerer's apprentice in Fantasia? Hmm. Oh, good. I was fearing that you would know this right away. I, I actually didn't know this. I'm just going to go on a limb and say Donald. Nope. Dang, that's your first time you win. But what, who was it? Dopey. Really? Yep. Where did you find that at? I looked up Disney trivia questions and it had yeah. like 50 different ones on there. So, huh. Oh yeah, keep track of that. <laughs> yeah, well that's only once. Uh, only once. I gotta find more about this now. I never heard that. Yeah, originally intended for Dopey, hence the similar wardrobe. Yeah, I was gonna hmm. say, huh. I can see that. I'm so glad they went with Mickey. It yeah. would not be as popular with Dopey. It really won't. I don't think. Hey, here's some bonus trivia. Sorcerer's Apprentice was the very first cartoon broadcast on Toon Disney. What was? The Sorcerer's Apprentice was the first cartoon to be broadcast on Toon Disney. Huh. Like, they took out the, uh, you know, the rest of Fantasia and just the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Put that. Yeah. Well, now I know a new fact about Fantasia that I did not know. So, that's what we're trying to do with this. It's not about who wins or who loses. It's all about enriching each other's knowledge. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I don't actually think I have a closing question. Do you have any ideas on that one? Oh, man, I was going to ask. I meant to ask you earlier if you had an idea for that. Huh. Oh, you know, I just want to say also, a sale on Target's Black Friday ad, um, Cars 3 is like 10 bucks on Blu-ray. So I'm planning to get it on Friday. And the thing is, that ad... Well, that ad released before they even the movie did. So, like, I feel like they killed some of their own sales there. But Yeah. You know, everybody would just wait until Friday. Then. Yeah. Well, I meant to say this earlier, too, and I, I just saw something that reminded me. But um, it's not in the parks, but 
Disney Junior Dance Party is on tour. So they're going to 50 plus, 50, more than 50 different cities. Um, so it's like a show for the kids. You know, they have like mm-hmm. documentary stuff. Things, um, Mickey dressed up in his words to racer stuff. Those puppy dog pals, a whole bunch of them. And they do some kind of like show, kind of like a, a live, you know, thing. Okay. So that was just for other people to know because I meant to say that earlier and I forgot. Also, I failed miserably at unlocking all of the Alice in Wonderland characters in the Magic Kingdoms game. I only got Ew. Mad Hatter and March Hare. The, the Caterpillar was next, and one of his items that you have to get to unlock him is 10. You have to get 10 Mickey ears that are themed as the Caterpillar, okay? I only have one character that can do that task, and that's the Mad Hatter. And it's a very rare thing. So every time I would send him, it's a four-hour task. Every time I would send him, he never brought... I only got two of those hats. Uh, you need a 10. And I was working on that for like half the week. So I failed miserably on that one. But so I didn't get Alice because you needed the Caterpillar to get Alice and the Queen. But Just a little update in case if anybody else is frustrated they could not unlock all of the characters. I feel you. Well, how about in how about in regards to the Pixar stuff today? We we close with our favorite Pixar film. That's funny. I was just gonna say that because I was trying to think of something we talked about. <laughs> yeah, that way it ties back into the theme here. Okay, so let's go into our favorite Pixar films then. Okay, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mine would be Brave. I feel like it's a Pixar movie that doesn't get enough attention, and I think it has a really good story and message to it. I still never seen it. Along what? Yeah. Are you serious? I am serious. It's the What kind of a Disney ad be? This is now the second movie in two weeks that you haven't seen. Brave <laughs> Brave isn't like a top tier film in what people say you gotta watch this one. Neither is Meet the Robinsons, but they're both good. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like I've seen I've seen the good ones. <laughs> But, I don't know, Brave just never right. interested me when I saw previews. Need, I'll, I'll watch it. I have it. it. I don't have it. Mom and Dad have it. I can watch it. They Today. probably haven't seen it either. They have when the boys were over here. Okay. Well, we actually really, really enjoy that movie. It's And uh, it doesn't get enough attention. I feel like you should be able to meet Merida. You can meet Merida. Bit. Where? Fantasyland. What? Right outside Cosmic Rays. Walk right outside of Cosmic Rays. You see the teacups on the right. I've met her. And she's straight ahead by those bathrooms. There's a little... You know, like, um, if you were going yeah. if you You're were right going there. up towards the castle in that back that back way by the wishing well, she's, she's right there. So, uh, yeah, never seen it. Uh, I will have to watch it because apparently that's one of the rumors for the... Um, UK Pavilion, so as an well, attraction. So that's what I was thinking too, is they could do something with that. Yeah, I mean, there's some movies I still haven't seen. Like I didn't, I haven't seen like a lot of those uh, in that uh, that era of of it. I, I haven't seen the newest Winnie the Pooh movie. You know the the 2011 one. Um, 
Yeah. I haven't seen Brave. I haven't seen Meet the Robinsons. Uh, I haven't seen Cars 2. I didn't get a chance to round yes. to that. I didn't get around to it. And I am waiting for... They're re-releasing it on Blu-ray with the digital copy. And now I'm just waiting for that. Uh, so I can... And they're releasing it with Brave with the digital copy as well. So I was going to pick both of them up. Yeah, Brave just never really um, looked in that all that interesting to me. Um, so I will go on to my favorite Pixar uh, movie is Toy Story 2. Um, I think that's one of the best trilogies in in uh, you know movie history, really. Uh, they don't have a bad film in them. I know a lot of people don't like the second one for some reason, uh, but I think it's funnier. I think it's funnier. It focuses on Woody, who's my favorite. I don't like Buzz all that much. Um, you know, on, in the first movie, I am pro-Woody. So it was nice to have him get his own his own film, uh, pretty much, for Toy Story 2. So that's why that one's my favorite. All right, and then I guess we can go right over to... What? what? I said that's a good one. I've yeah. seen yours. Yeah. Well, how could you not? It's Toy Story. Um, I know. All right, so over to the closing. Uh, our little plugging uh, here. Where can people uh, find you? Um, on Instagram at mm-hmm. Allgaier Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures. And you can follow the podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. Okay, and uh, I have it all written down this time. Our, <laughs> our Twitter is... BT Disney Podcast at B as in behind T as in the D as in Disney so it's the whole word Disney there and then podcast BT uh, BT Disney Podcast behind the dreams was already taken um, Facebook dot Facebook.com backslash uh, behind the dreams podcast uh, you said the Instagram, which is at Behind the Dreams Podcast. Our YouTube channel is called Behind the Dreams Podcast. I'm currently uh, playing through Mickey's Mouse, Mickey Mouse Magic Wands, an old uh, Game Boy game, part of the Japanese Crazy Castle series. Um, the only one to be uh, brought over to America with the actual starring character Mickey. Um, even though it's the sixth game in the series, so the other ones were like Bugs Bunny ones because the company didn't have rights to Disney over here in America until Magic Wands came out. So playing through that episodes every Wednesday and Friday. I have only ten more levels to go, which will probably be only one more video, maybe two. Uh, they ran a little long last week, so I cut those two into five uh, five levels each. Because uh, I, I sucked at those levels because I never played those levels. I never made it this far before. Really struggled with those. Um, we are also on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You can rate us on iTunes Store. It helps people find us. Uh, you can give us even just one star. It's probably more than what we currently have and um that is all of our plugging all right so i guess that is it and we will see you all next week i'm going to see coco this 
this weekend. So I'll be talking about that. If Kirshen's seen it, we'll have a review of it. If she hasn't, then I will give a non-spoiler review. And then when you do see it, we can have a spoiler review. So. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening and have a great week. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Do you want me to say you too? Just say bye or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> see y'all real soon.